Ahoy hoy! Hello, everybody. Welcome to a very special bonus episode of the Escalator to Nowhere, a Simpsons podcast with Robert and Caitlin. I'm Robert. I'm Caitlin. And I am a seasoned Simpsons fan. And I'm learning. And we here today are beginning our series and bonus episodes of the 48 Simpsons shorts from the Tracy Ullman show. So I don't know how long this episode is going to be. The short itself is less than two minutes, this one that we watched today. Uh, and I will say out front, outright, that I have not watched all of these shorts. I'm sure of it. Um, but I've definitely watched this one. Have you ever seen this before? No. Never seen this before not. at all. So uh, I'm really interested to hear your perspective uh, on on what we just, <laughs> what we <laughs> what just, we just watched. watched. So okay. the... Uh, the uh, short itself is exactly that. It's very short. Uh, Caitlin has a little synopsis in front of her here. I Why don't do. you go ahead and read that? Uh, the synopsis of this short is, as Marge and Homer say goodnight to the kids, Bart philosophically ponders the workings of the mind. Lisa hears Marge say, don't let the bed bugs bite, and fears that the bed bugs will eat her. And Maggie listens to Marge sing Rockabye Baby and is traumatized by the lyrics. Which is exactly what happens that in the show. That is 10,000% what happens. <laughs> yeah. So um, these shorts came uh, from the Tracy Ullman show. I confess to you that I don't think I have ever once watched an episode of Tracy Ullman. I know who Tracy Ullman is. Um, I've never watched her show. That's right. She was on what show? The Tracy Ullman show. But she was on a different show, wasn't she? I don't know. Let me Google her. Oh, there she goes. Uh, <laughs> before, while you're doing that, uh, why don't you tell us what the uh, the date was on the, the airing date of this The one. air date was April 19th, 1987. So 1987. What were you doing in 1987? I was two. Uh-huh. Actually, at this point, I was one and a half. Pooping your pants? Pooping my pants. Mm -hmm. Hanging out. Chilling. Nice. Max and relaxing. Max and <laughs> 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 oh man y'all so a couple of years ago uh at uh, chick-fil-a that's close to our house uh caitlin and i went over to the counter and walked up you can tell this was pre pre panini times because we were uh we were walking up to the counter and anyway uh this this high school girl man she was back there working i we shouldn't make so much fun of her but i just can't help it because <laughs> we, she was she was trying so so hard. She was trying to make conversation with yes. us while we were waiting on our food to come to the counter. And she was like, so what are you up to this weekend? Just uh, chilling, Max and relaxing? <laughs> we were like, yeah, man, Max and relaxing. That's, what, that's what's that's up. That's what we're doing. So, so I have a little bit of information about the Tracy Ullman show. Uh -huh. um, I, did not under, I did not know that the Simpsons were such an early integral part of the Tracy Ullman show as it is it premiered on April 5th, 1987, and this short aired on April 19th. Oh, so we're like two, yeah. two weeks into the run. It ran for four seasons on Fox, mm -hmm. um, and it included people like Tracy Ullman and Julie Kavnar, Dan Cast Castellanella. I... <sighs> I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. I always mess it up. Dan Castanoletta. Castanoletta. Fuck. Yeah. Um, I'm a season Simpsons I fan. I heard uh, Robert <laughs> shared an episode of I cannot remember the name of the podcast. What was the podcast that you shared with Simpsons me? Simpsons is greater than. Yes. 
uh, Robert shared with me an episode of Simpsons, Simpsons is Greater Than, which uh, Nancy Cartwright is on, mm-hmm. and she says his name, and it is not how I pronounce his name. I am assuming she knows how to pronounce oh, his yeah, name Oh, yeah, I guess so. I didn't, I didn't notice that. I just heard her call him Dan. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, at any rate, so uh, it was the second original premiere series to air on Fox next to guess what? Do you know what other original series premiered on Fox around uh, this time? Uh, uh, was it X-Files? No. <laughs> what was it? Married with Children. Oh, yeah. Of yeah. course. Of course. So, yeah, I knew that. Anyway, I guess, you know, this is Fox kind of breaking into the network TV yeah, yeah. Uh, front. Uh-huh. With, 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 another, with another imperfect family. Correct. Yeah, that's well. You know, that's that's. I mean, hey, do what other people aren't doing, right? Just like us, there are no other podcasts like this one, and don't go looking for them. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the short. Let's talk okay. about what happens in the short. I so, thought it was totally charming. I hey, I you know if I, if I <laughs> if I was not familiar with The Simpsons already, yeah, I would not have noticed. That the animation is all kinds of wacky. Oh, it's, it's crazy. It wouldn't have meant anything. The voices to me. are kind of weird. Homer's voice is a little bit weird. Uh-huh. But like, that's that's to be expected because this yeah. is literally the first iteration we're seeing, and we're only seeing yeah a minute and thirty seconds. And basically, that, all, basically what we're seeing is one joke. Exactly. Right? This is a this is one joke. It's and it's parents traumatizing their children. Yep. Yep. That's it, it, but thinking they're doing a good job. <laughs> exactly. Right. So like uh, the first thing that we see, there's no intro to this at all. No. Did you, we just cut straight in to Homer tucking Bart into bed. And as he does so, Bart says, what is the mind? Is it a system of impulses or, you know, something? Which I feel like is pretty advanced for Bart. But sure is. again, yeah. this yeah. is our first glimpse into him. So yeah. And things can change. Homer gives I, what I think is a very Homer response. He says, oh, well. What is the mind? No matter. <laughs> what does matter? Never mind. <laughs> and then he laughs. And this is the only thing that's not Homer about this is his laugh doesn't sound like Homer. He just kind of goes, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> and, yeah. and, then, and then he says, well, good night. Yeah. And, and then we see Marge tucking in Lisa. So uh, before we get to Lisa, I want to just point out that, oh, we, that we see something that, uh, uh, that is a, a, a recall gag, a callback gag through this very short. And that's that Bart's eyes show, oh, eyes. show that he's yeah. worried. So the lights go out. You can still see his eyes. Blink, which, blink. Which, yeah. uh, you know, in our recent conversations about canon, uh, the Simpsons eyes in the dark is, uh, is a, uh, is canon. Or, I'm sorry. It's not it's, canon. It's, it's a just, continual, it's, it's a like, continuous gag. It's a, a gag. running gag. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, that being said, uh, so we see Bart, he's worried, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to, we cut to Lisa, mm-hmm. and and Marge is tucking her in, and she's saying, "Good night, sleep tight, don't let the bed bugs bite." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I don't know if uh, growing up your mom ever said that to you, but my mom definitely said that mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. I had I did not think of it at all, and then but Lisa, being Lisa, mm-hmm. I mean even in this very very early iteration, is like, "Okay, good night," and then she's like bed bugs <laughs> yeah what <laughs> so you know i actually when i was little did worry about bed bugs did you because i felt like 
TV told me it's something that I'm supposed to worry about. Okay. And also, like, when someone says, don't let the bed bugs bite, well, I've been bitten by bugs. I've been stung by bees and that kind of stuff. Uh, I just got stung by wasp really badly when I was when I was little. Have really? I told you about that? No. I don't know how it happened in in terms of how it could have occurred without us noticing that it was going to happen. Uh, I was at my mama's house yeah. out in West Georgia. Okay. And she lived in a double wide. It was a nice double wide, but it was a double wide. And uh, one morning we were going to leave the house to go somewhere, wherever we were going. And as we did so, I walked out the front door first and I closed the door behind me. And in doing that, I agitated the wasp nest that was on the door. And I got attacked by wasps. Like, uh, thankfully, not quite so extreme, but like my girl style. I mean, I just got attacked by hornets. I, they were all over me. And it was bad. And uh, Momo got me back into the house and, you know, got me bee free, basically. And she had some spray, some hornet spray, and went around the back to the front and and sprayed. And I remember her like putting the little no sting or the the sting ointment stuff mm-hmm. all. I mean, all over me. Uh, this might be something you don't know about me. Uh-huh. Uh, when I was a when I was a child, I was afraid of a lot of things. This, this is true. <laughs> and bees and wasps were very high on that list of things I was afraid of. Mm -hmm. And, uh, (laughs) okay. We're about to get into some deep childhood shit, but, um, I, I often say, I will often look at Robert and I'll say, you want to know why I have trust issues because of X, Y, and Z. Uh-huh. You want to know how, why I have trust issues? Uh-huh. Because when I was a child, I was so scared of bees and wasps. And then one day I'm sitting in my parents' bedroom. My mom's with me. I think we're watching TV or something. Mm-hmm. And what happens? Wasp infestation. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, just just in the house? In the house, in the bedroom, and like cue freak out traumatization mm-hmm. of little me. Uh-huh. Uh, about probably about the time that this aired a little after. And <laughs> it turns out that they had a window unit air conditioner in their bedroom and there was a hole. Oh, yeah. And the wasps were getting in the house. Yeah, and I've this heard was of that the height of my bee fear. <laughs> so therefore, like I'm sitting in my house, which is supposed to be my safe space right, right. with fucking wasps flying everywhere. Uh-huh. And I am traumatized. So something like my mom saying something like, good night, sleep tight, don't let the bed bugs bite, which is something she said to me quite mm-hmm. often. Uh-huh. Um, and then that turning into a huge phobia. <laughs> not that far off the mark. <laughs> See, you know what that is? That's the universe giving you like a huge middle finger. Uh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's just like, and let's let's talk about how many times that happened. We're not going to do that right now, but that happened a lot in my childhood. Uh, <laughs> so, stu- yeah. stupid universe. Exactly. <laughs> so we uh so we've seen Bart, we've seen Lisa, and then we cut to what I think is the real centerpiece of this uh Obviously, of this short. Yeah. And that is uh, Marge singing to Maggie. She's singing Rockabye Baby. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know which came first, the chicken or the egg. 
but I remember being little and thinking that this song was very scary. It's pretty fucking... Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. It's not good. I remember being little in my little pea-sized brain uh, as a a little kid just being like, wait a minute, why is a baby in a tree? (laughs) Why is it falling? Why is it falling? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, and... And so I don't know if I was influenced by this short or I don't know if I was influenced just by the fact that I stopped to think about what I was hearing. But I'll tell you, I distinctly remember as a little kid thinking about Rockabye Baby. And if you're not entirely familiar, the lyrics are very straightforward. Rockabye Baby in the treetop, when the wind blows, the cradle will rock. When the bow breaks, the cradle will fall and down will come baby cradle Cradle and and all. all. Do you know when this, these lyrics presumably date from? No, no idea. Circa 1765. 1765? Yes. Really? According to Wikipedia, the first publication, the rhyme is believed to have appeared in Mother Goose's Medley, London, circa 1765. Wow. Possibly published by John Newberry, uh, and which was printed in Boston in 1785. No That's copies cr- of the first edition are extant, but a 1791 edition has the following words, which is what you just said. That's crazy. Yeah, right? Whoa. <laughs> I, I mean, but like these these are dating from a time in which childhood mortality was not necessarily that rare. Well, yeah, but like what I mean is like that sounds way more like medieval to me. That sounds way more like Canterbury Tales. It sounds way more... Um, Oh, 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 Brothers Grimm than, uh, yeah. than like 18th century Britain. Yeah. Uh, so, that's crazy. So the lyrics were hush a baby on the treetop. When the wind blows, the cradle will rock. When the bell breaks, the cradle will fall. Down tumbles baby cradle and all. And then there's wow. another version that's published in 17, or I'm sorry, in 1805 by Benjamin Tabert, mm-hmm. Songs for the Nursery. And those lyrics are... Um, rockabye baby in the treetop. When the wind blows, the cradle will rock. When the bell breaks, the cradle will fall, and down will come baby cradle and all. So seventeen, we're talking like pretty for American standards, pretty early eighteenth oh, yeah. century. Oh yeah, and then yeah, it, it yeah. persists into the nineteenth century. Seventeen sixty-five. That's I mean that's the year of the stamp tax. So like that's pre- we about to fuck shit up. Yeah, and throw our babies out of trees. That, that's right. We about to hear. <laughs> we about to hear no taxation without representation for the first time, baby. Before we go tear the cupola off of Governor that- <laughs> what's his name's house. Oh yeah, that was uh, Hutchinson, Governor yes. Hutchinson. Uh, yes. I know Boston. a lot about the 18th century, so does Caitlin. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I oh, did not. Know, I did not know that. That's you know. That's just like the you know. That's just the way that like children's rhymes are because you know uh isn't the great rumor uh that um uh, uh ring around the rosy ring yeah ring around the rosy about is about dying the, kids about the plague right yeah uh, i don't know if that's true or not right but uh that's what i've heard before that- i should i should say that the the source i am referencing for this is wikipedia so who the fuck knows but i believe it <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The 18th century. That was rough times, man. Now let me sip my ivermectin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. What? I saw that on Wikipedia, too. (laughs) Okay, Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) Whoa. Aaron, if you're listening to this, we're just joking around. Uh, Just shh, Aaron. (laughs) Shh. (laughs) 
I liked you for a while, and now not so much. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, after the three children are tucked into bed and we see all their little worried eyes, uh, we cut to a scene and Homer says, we may be the best parents in the world, and I am not a parent. I know that you're not either, right? Not that I know of. Okay. Oh. <laughs> that would be weirder for you to say than for me to say. Exactly. Uh, uh, but that being said, I am sure that every parent has had a moment very similar to this. I've actually kind of had moments like this with the dogs and the cats. <laughs> we're doing a great job. Man, we're doing a good job. And then like the dog comes limping in or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> Remember when you called me? I was I was in Atlanta. Oh my god! I was at a Banksy exhibition, y'all. Guys. Like I was down I was down at an at, at a, an art exhibition. And if you know Banksy, he's the street artist. Uh, and I got a call from Caitlin, and she's like, "I think the dog is fucked up." <laughs> well, <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's that's definitely true. Because I was home alone, and Knox, uh-huh. our our beagle got up from the from the sofa and was acting all weird and like limping around like like drunk right like like he was intoxicated yeah or like like having a stroke or something he does this thing where like he will rub against the the love seat and now we have a couch and a love seat in the living room and in particular he will just rub one side like walking forward he's like scratching himself yeah 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 yeah. uh but apparently like he was just like the way he did it was in a way that was not normal <laughs> and he was like jerking and like being weird and i'm like i don't i don't know what to do and you know she calls me i'm 600 miles away and and i mean i the response i gave was the only one i could give it was you know call the vet yeah. see what the vet says she called the vet and i guess the answer the vet gave you was basically oh yeah his legs asleep it was the receptionist <laughs> at the vet uh, yeah. i'm like hey i was like i don't know if i need to bring my dog in this is what is happening yeah he woke up he started walking around he started like limping acting all weird and rubbing up against stuff and she's like Eh, give it a few minutes and see how he's doing if you need to call us tomorrow we'll be here yeah. i think it was like a friday night yeah at like 4 45 and they, of it course they close yes, at five it, yes it was it was about yeah. that time on a friday yeah. for sure yep. and so and sure enough this damn dog's foot was asleep <laughs> <laughs> poor boy i mean that I, was not a moment where I was like, I'm doing a I, great job. I'm being sh- a, I'm sh- we're <laughs> millennial pet parents, so we are yeah, extra. We're extra. Oh, yeah. yeah, we are. We are. We are extra, extra, y'all. We wrote postcards to our dogs <laughs> while we we're on vacation and then read them to them when we got back here. That's the kind of parents, the pet parents that we, we are. We told them the beach was not scary. <laughs> <laughs> We have two pound puppies. They're scared of everything. So we just wanted to make sure they knew <laughs> that the beach was not scary. Yeah. At any rate, Homer and Marge are sitting in bed or lying in bed. And did you notice? Oh, there's I, there's no way that you're going to guess this out of thin air because I just can't give you any clues. They're on the wrong side. Mm, yes. Like from the am- camera from, angle. From, from the show. Yeah. From if you're, quote unquote canon from if the you're show, looking at the bed, Marge is on the right, and yeah. Homer should be on the left. But, uh-huh, they're, but they're, they're flipped. Homer was definitely on the right, and Homer says, "We That's may the be the same side of bed we sleep on." By the way, you mean in the in the in the show? In can. the show, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. Oh, we're basically Marge and Homer. Uh, yes, we are. We may be the best pet we're parents doing in the great world. Job. Oh, here comes Gil with. A- <laughs> 
<laughs> oh no! <laughs> What's that bump on your nose, buddy? Oh, I think his legs just asleep. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, uh, he says uh, we may be the best parents in the world. Man, I've been on this point for a long time. <laughs> and uh, and then of course, and then basically the door busts open yep, and all the kids all are there. Kids. And they're like, oh, okay. Let me tell you something. I've seen this short before. I've seen this short many times. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I'm I'm pretty sure that either this short or a redrawing of it is in uh, the 138th episode spectacular, uh, which may be where I actually saw it. I wouldn't know, but um. I don't remember the ending part where the kids bust in. Oh, really? And Marge basically says, oh, okay, we'll climb in. I know for a fact that this, every parent has had this, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. this situation. We've got, I see people complaining about it on Facebook all the time. Yeah. Uh, and so <laughs> at any rate, um, uh, we, uh, we, the kids climb into bed. And, and everybody falls asleep. They turn out the lights. You see and five we're all happy and... and- Going to bed. And I think at the end we hear Maggie say something like goo goo gaga. Yeah. Or something yeah, like that. I agree. So um I can I can totally see how this, which is ten thousand percent relatable. We just talked about a two minute short for like, I don't know, twenty minutes. Uh, twenty twenty one minutes. Yeah. <laughs> twenty three oh five. It's ten <laughs> it's 10,000 it's so relatable it's so relatable yeah 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 like yeah so you know i think it's no wonder i think i've said this on the podcast before i remember talking to uh, a friend of mine uh, a childhood friend of mine whom we called brother dan Uh, i was talking to his mom at one point and she said she was talking about married with children actually she was like i don't like that show it puts down the family and I remember, and I was probably in middle school when she said this, but I remember even as a middle schooler, I was just like, I don't think it's putting it down. I think it's just like actually showing what happens. Like it's actually showing like yeah. family relationships. Well, and so, so these days we talk about the curation of your lives. Via Instagram. Being, like collective, yeah. like, yeah, curation of your existence via Instagram and uh-huh. social media. Uh-huh. Facebook, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get the realistic glimpse behind the scenes and you're like, Oh Jesus Christ. Like what's going on? <laughs> like this of podcast. Course, what is happening? <laughs> what's of, wrong with these people? <laughs> of course people are like, Oh my God, the Simpsons so scandalous. Yeah. Well, no, it's actually showing you how people are relating to one another. It's not this leave it to beaver. I love exactly. Lucy kind of situation. Yeah. And I got no problem with, I love Lucy, everybody, but like, uh, and, and, and for that matter, I got no problem with like Dobie Gillis. We uh, got to watch being know. the Ricardos. We haven't done that yet. We, we do need to watch that. Um, but like, you know, uh, you know, I don't, I don't take any particular issue with those shows, but you know, uh, to tell me that Andy Griffith is an accurate representation of small town life is right. is silly. Exactly, and t- like, tell me Beaver never had a blowout in his diaper. Like, come right. on, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's a weird thing to say, but here we are. Tell me that Beaver never shit his pants in a McDonald's <laughs> after being told that he should go to the bathroom and then got into the bathroom and was scared of the bathroom and came back out. <laughs> and she and your mother asked you, I mean, his mother, his mother asked <laughs> if he had gone to the bathroom and said yes, and then you shit your pants in the line at McDonald's. But you get the luck of the draw because you get to use the new dinosaur shower curtain. That's right. Like- I was the first one to use that shower curtain, baby. <laughs> <laughs> shit is not like it is on tv uh, no it's, i mean i mean that was a lot of shit well, well but <laughs> yeah but you know you know what i'm saying like it's not that's a true they, story by the way i did i, I, I think, did as a little kid poop my pants in in mcdonald's <laughs> if you didn't pick up on that <laughs> robert pooped his was pants I, at mcdonald's was we I talked too about su- it listen listen hey listener was i too subtle in telling that story <laughs> I think when you switch the pronouns, it was kind of like, maybe this actually happened to him. (laughs) But I did get to use the brand new dinosaur shower curtain and it was very cool. Yeah, baby. And I remember, I remember like feeling shame at having, you know, pooped in the, in my pants at at McDonald's. McDonald's. (laughs) And, and like the consolation I got, I think it was, it was, I think it was, from, well, it was from either mother or father. It was from one of the two of them. Was exactly that. She's like, well, at least you get to be the first one to use the shower curtain. <laughs> Parenthood is not glamorous. <laughs> not that we actually know that parenting of small human, but yeah, we yeah. do parent animals, and I totally understand. I can already say, like for sure, like a thousand percent, like, like puke it's just a thing does not phase me it just has to happen animals throw up yeah i mean like i cleaned up puke yesterday yeah you told me yesterday you were like oh leo puked i was like oh no and you were like yeah it's just water it was fine i was like okay where is leo by the way oh he's somewhere (laughs) normally he's jangling around on the table um while we're trying to record mm mm-hmm but um, anyway, uh, so uh, I think we're in a good place. Yeah. So uh, that was the first short. Um, we hope that you enjoyed this bonus episode. I just want to say, like, as a kind of novice in the Simpsons fandom, um, I can totally see why people enjoyed this based on these, like, less than two minutes. Oh, the shorts you mean? Yeah. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so we no, we are, this is number one of what will be eventually 48. 48. Yeah. Uh, so we got a long way to go with these. So we're going to be looking at these for uh, for a while. At but least 47 more times. We hope that you will join us not only on these shorts, but on the, excuse me, on the main, uh, on the main line episodes, our, our principal episodes on the podcast, uh, where I, as a seasoned Simpsons fan, am watching through the series with Caitlin, who has not watched almost all of these. I'm learning. That's right. So uh, if you'd like to do that, please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform that you are listening to your podcast on. Also, if you'd like to join us on our other social media, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Escalator to Nowhere Pod and on Twitter at Esk. That's E-S-C, Esk to Nowhere Pod. And we'd love to hear from you. Uh, if you'd like to send us an email, drop us a line at Escalator to Nowhere Pod at gmail.com. We will look forward to the next short and, of course, the next episode. But until then, I'm Robert. I'm Caitlin. And I am a seasoned Simpsons fan. And I'm still learning. And we look forward to having you back with us here very soon. Have a great night, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.